This podcast contains strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey everybody, welcome to a special Lakeshore in Limbo. In our main story, An Actor's Secret, we're getting closer and closer to uncovering the truth about who and what Vince Melody is. So of course we want to delay the gratification just a little longer. That's why, this week, we're bringing you our first ever spin-off story. And it's the story of who else but the Necropunks. The Necropunks are a group of 20-somethings that Abe, Sassy, and Vince keep running into who really want to be cool and mysterious occultists, and they do have a little magical power, but, well, they kind of suck at magic. I'm really excited, because playing our Necropunks are some of the best long-form improvisers in Chicago. Julia Heinen plays the short-tempered sorceress Kyla Darkraven. Scott Pibenga plays the irresponsible pet psychic Brandon Spirit Animal Winowski. And Brad Pike plays an interdimensional hoarder named Dirty Kyle. In our first ever Necropunk spinoff story, Medieval Crimes. And now. The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. crisp fall night air of the Lakeview neighborhood of Chicago is alive with the chatter of people popping in and out of bars on a Friday night. But there's one bar that, perhaps because of an architectural mistake or some slight zoning error, is set back from the street. It's covered in shadows, so you might be surprised if you ever noticed it. The sign lying in the dirt next to the door says, The Black Candle. Inside, a young woman has cleared the vacant tables away from the center of the floor and is chanting over a large red pentagram holding a book of demonology with a Chicago Public Library sticker on the spine. Julia, who's this person? What does she look like? And what is she saying? This is Kyla Darkraven. Uh, she is wearing all black and eyeliner that is more expensive than she wants it to look, so she smudges it up a bunch. Um, she is saying the words from the book in an attempt to resummon her patron demoness. Uh, she's tried a bunch of different things because this demon appeared to her kind of out of nowhere once and she cannot get it to reappear. And last time it gave her a present and she loves presents. Um, she's kind of a, kind of a shortish, uh, spunky looking girl, but if you call her that, she'll get really angry. Um. She's actually kind of angry right now because Trinity Blackwood and Lee Kissel, kind of the organizing force of the small group of people who call themselves the Necropunks in Chicago, were supposed to be here helping her with this summoning ritual, but they're not back from their date to Dark Ages yet. She's not alone, though. There's someone behind the bar. He's got sort of a musty smell. Scott, who's this guy? What's he doing? What's he look like? It's Brandon Spirit Animal Winowski, and he's behind the bar, polishing the top, but 
He's not expecting anyone to come. He's polishing it for his own satisfaction and maybe to see his own eyeballs. <laughs> um, where's that musty smell on him coming from? Oh, that comes from unwashed garments, my friend. That comes from clothes which haven't been near the washer or dryer in months because yeah, that would be washing away experience. Oh, God. Uh Suddenly, there is a rummaging sound from underneath the bar, and Brandon jumps back as another head pops into view. Brad, what's this guy look like? What's his deal? Um, I'm a big, giant man wearing a big, heavy coat, even though it's not that cold out. And uh, i that's where I stash all the things that I find around the city and uh, in various uh, antique shops slash uh, goodwill slash secondhand shops um, I have no I have no hair <laughs> bald my name is dirty Kyle <laughs> <laughs> but but not in terms of lewdness or or sexual sexual lewdness I, I'm just dirty in the sense that I'm just Covered in grime <laughs> and filth. He says, clutching on to Brandon's belt as he pulls himself up over the bar. Suddenly, the candles around the pentagram begin to gutter and spit. And there's a scream from the pentagram. A puff of smoke, black and red, streams from the lines you've drawn on the ground. And a horrible creature, but not the one you were hoping to see, emerges from the smoke. It has eight legs seemingly coming from a severed head, the head of a young woman at the center of a spider-like body, and it skitters towards you. Kyla, what do you do? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm screaming for you guys to come help me. You said you would help, and you're doing nothing. Help, look at the thing. Why don't you talk to it? Uh, talking to it. I don't know if it's... Hello? Uh, get, get back. I didn't... I didn't want you. I'm... I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you can see that it's not only got uh, spider-like fangs, but it's actually got really sharp teeth on the woman part of its head. It begins to climb up the ceiling and it's dangling over you. Uh, what are you guys going to do about it? Maybe... Maybe uh, it wants to be touched. Have we considered touching it? Have we it? considered touching it? I have not considered touching it. Oh my God, There's Brandon. There's a broom back here. We could put the broom near it and see if it wants it's to be touched. It's not like a regular spider. I don't think nudging it with a broom is our best course of action here. If we just nudge it out the window, maybe it'll just like go outside. Yeah. They'd I'm, rather I'm not be touching outside. It. I'm not touching it. One of you nudge it. Okay. Right. <laughs> I pick up a broom. All right. And then I step, I step underneath it. And then I ask someone else to open the window, like... Uh, <laughs> I'll go open the window. Yeah. Dirty you. Kyle dirty slowly Kyle. makes his way over to the window, not taking his eyes off of this severed head spider creature. He flips the latch open. The cold night air streams in, and... Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, it's your move. What are you going to do with that broom, buddy? All right. I... I flick it hard against the the far oversized you know spider creature, uh, and then uh, I try to hit it towards the window, which is much smaller than its body is. Okay, 
Brandon, you've got a pretty good sympathy with animals, but I don't think this is an animal in the technical definition. So I'm going to say you have to roll just one die. One die. All right. Toss her right in the crate there. Three, which is odd. (laughs) So that's bad. That's a no. Uh, You completely whiff the spider and it continues to crawl across the ceiling towards Kyla Darkraven, who's backing up towards the bar feels the bar in her back, keeping her from going any further away. Okay, I'm, I f- I, I'm still holding the book. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I want to reverse this. Whatever I just did, I want to reverse it. Um, so I start reading the text that I just read out loud backwards. Oh, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I'm going to let you go ahead and roll for two with that. Ooh, okay. You get two on that one. I got a six and a three. Six. Okay, so the best one is a yes and... So, suddenly, the creature leaps towards you. However, as it does, it bursts into flame. Its giant legs begin to claw at you, and you feel them rubbing on your arm, but they're fading away from our material plane. It crashes to the ground in a huge gout of fire and vanishes. And in its spot is a small scrap of paper with words you can't quite decipher on it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I am not reading this out loud. One of you what do you does that, one of you know what this is? That was horrendous what you did. Oh, I'm This is sorry. just like when a rat got in the house and you put down glue traps and then the rat got caught on the glue trap and was squealing for days. For days. days. You didn't do anything. You just let it slowly starve to death. I just still don't understand why it would be my job to get rid of the rat. I did the job of providing a way to get rid of the rat. Shouldn't somebody else do the other half of the job? And where were you on that, Brandon? A rat's an animal. Guys, this is not my fault. My powers only extend to pets, animals which are owned by people. That was a free animal, and I have no reign over it. And my powers only extend to garbage. So only once it was dead could I control it with my mind. Yeah, that was really touching that after it finally died, you were able to tell us all about where it used to run. Those alleys sounded fascinating, Kyle. It lived a long, rich life that you brought to an end, and it had children that were waiting for it. Okay, well, you didn't have to come here tonight. You were just the only ones on the Slack channel who answered me, so. Yeah, in all seriousness, thank you for handling that spider and kind of starting on fire and banishing it because I was pretty much panicking. My broom, that, it didn't work. It was dumb. It was a good idea, though. <laughs> I don't know. It did not work. I think it was a good idea. Thanks for being near the window, if Kyle. We'd, if we'd gotten it out the window, we would have looked like geniuses. Oh, yeah. And then a weird demon lady head spider would have been just in the world heading towards the Fullerton Brown Line stop. You don't know what it would have done. That's true. I don't know. Suddenly, that window slams again. There's a huge tinkling of glass, and there's a a sputtering of wings as a giant bird flies in through the window and begins screaming its way through the rafters of the Black Candle Inn. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that Now this has to be someone's pet. It's someone's pet. Are you serious? Why don't you set it on fire again? Why don't you set this bird on fire? Okay, Kyle, you know what? I don't know what. All right. Let me <laughs> Brandon, do something. Let me try to contact it psychically because I believe it to be someone's pet. There I can't see. Can anyone see tags? Is it is it tagged? Oh, the bird? Is yeah. the bird 
Is it wearing a collar? Is yeah. this what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> As like, a matter of fact, it is wearing something. It's got a little piece of red thread streaming from one leg and the other. There's something tied to it, but it's having a real freak out now. And it's crashing into bottles behind the bar, sending fairly inexpensive because this bar is not doing so hot. Liquor streaming all over the ground. Oh, no. He, it broke a bottle of old granddad whiskey. <laughs> oh, well, that's not very expensive. <laughs> But I can't quite... What is? What seems to be... It's a red thread? It's a red thread, and there's something else tied to one of its legs. Do you have any... Uh, what are your powers vis-a-vis pets? I can look through its eyes briefly. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I want to see what it sees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the what? other parts of the bar. Go <laughs> this might work. <laughs> Uh, I'm into this. <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll one for that. I'm going to let you roll two for that because that's one of your powers. Go ahead. Whoop. That is a five and a one. A five and a one. So that's a no, but. Uh, so you begin to see through the bird's eyes. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, as you do it, you kind of lose a sense of your own body and you begin running uh kind of like if you like hold a dog up and walk with it it'll like move its paws so you just begin bolting towards the bar and you actually as the bird is swooping you slam into it and you both go tumbling towards the ground the bird kind of comes to a stop right in front of dirty kyle its legs up in the air and while brandon is lying there moaning on the ground you realize that the thing tied to its leg is a note oh Oh, um i reach out and i snatch it you snatch it and the bird hops up back onto its feet and begins walking around kind of in a daze. When you open it, it says in Lee Kissel's quick and panicked handwriting, trapped in dark ages, spooky woman. I touched a sword. People acting weird. I shouldn't have touched a sword. Get Abe and sassy. Oh my God. That's Lee's handwriting. Do you guys not recognize Lee's handwriting? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, not, yeah. Who recognizes anyone's handwriting? I don't know. He writes me poems sometimes. Oh. They're not romantic poems. They're not romantic poems. There aren't any other kind. There are. There are like meme poems. Name three types of poems that aren't romantic. Um, Would you call a Dr. Seuss book a poem? Yes. Would you call it romantic? Yes. Yes. Don't answer that. That's weird. That's just weird, dude. Have you read Green Eggs and Ham? It's a love poem to a man who won't eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle, I'm, I don't want to split hairs here, but I didn't think that your dirty moniker really referred to anything personally lewd, but I don't know, you sound pretty know, satisfied by Green Eggs and Ham. Do uh, you get ser- sexual satisfaction from Dr. Seuss books? Oh my God, do you? I, 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 you're, you have an erection. You have an erection right now. Okay. You don't. You're the asshole. I guess I'm we're sorry. just saying things we see. Um, what you know about Dark Ages is that it is a restaurant and entertainment um, sort of event. Like you go and they uh, give you a paper crown and there are like knights fake knights running around and there's a joust when you sure. watch dinner and eat it and there's a king and a queen and it's a whole dinner and show thing what is it called dark ages you dark ages drive like 40 minutes out of town you to get do to have it. to drive like 40 oh, yeah. minutes out of town in chicago but in the chicago of lakeshore and limbo it's actually situated just on the edge of town that's convenient it is um does one of you have abe's number 
I mean, Lee usually calls him, but does one of you have it? Let me check. Let me check my contacts. Yes. Yes. Okay, call him. Oh, it's his email. I only have his email address. It's a Hotmail account. That makes sense. Uh, I guess email him? Yeah. Or <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, I have his uh, Facebook DM. I'll, I'll Facebook him. Oh, okay. Okay. And just tell mm-hmm. him, I guess, what the note says. Tell him about mm-hmm. the sword just, and that Lee yeah. needs help. And mm-hmm. uh, okay, so go ahead and roll uh, two dice for that because you you know you are aware of actually you know what yeah you're gonna roll two but it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <clears throat> two and one. Uh, that's a yes, but so or actually no, that's a that's a no and so uh, you message uh, Abe on Facebook and you get sort of an auto reply. You didn't think you could even do auto replies on Facebook, uh-huh. but it says, Hey, if you got this message, you're probably a necropunk. So, uh, your case number is, zero zero six three four. All right. Write that down. <laughs> um, you don't have any way to remotely reach Abe or Sassy, but you do know where Melody Investigations is. It's in the Lincoln Square neighborhood. That's not far. That's only a couple of brown line stops. Should we just go there and see if I... Yeah, let's take my Corolla. I thought we were going to Dark Ages. Well, read me the note again. He clearly asked us to get Abe to help him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's but, go there. But, I mean, if... Does this sound like something we could handle? Uh, I'm very confident. If we run into pets, I could look through their eyes, and that would be helpful. The note just said there was a there was a lady or a person. What did the What did the note say? It says, <laughs> and I quote: "Trapped at dark ages, spooky woman touched a sword. People acting weird shouldn't have touched a sword. Get Abe and Sassy." Oh, yep. so Abe and Sassy are at melody investigation let's uh teleport through my trash can Uh, to a trash can near the their you know headquarters yeah oh yeah that's a good idea can you do that yeah have you gotten that to to work really dirty filthy trash can it can't just be an empty trash can that's been like cleaned out is it cleaner than brandon's corolla or like not really no it's it's cleaner (laughs) <laughs> it is, it's cleaner than Brandon's Corolla yeah. established. That's just canon. I found out a frog had been living in my Corolla for potentially three years. A huge anthropomorphic frog. Yeah, that that's bad with directions. Does that make it count as a pet um, since it had been with you for so long? Yeah, but it was my pet, so it was seen through my eyes. Oh. It saw everything I knew or everything I saw and reacted to it. See, if I read that in a poem, I wouldn't think that was romantic. I would still think it was sweet. It's romantic. Okay, let's let's go to Melody Investigations, right? 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 Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's hop it. in this it's trash can. filthy trash can. Oh, God. This is the, where I throw all the dog duties that I uh, collect. <laughs> A dirty Kyle begins burrowing down into the trash can. Mm-hmm. Dirty Kyle, this is your uh, greatest necropunk power. Do you want mm-hmm. to spend all three of your food points right up at the top? Oh, just to right save, up at the top? Uh, to save cumulatively about 10 bucks on the brown line? We also have a car. You know, it's pretty gross, but you have a car. Un- until the, uh, I just realized <laughs> that it would be a waste of my uh, immense power <laughs> to uh, take us through the trash can. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? We're going to hop in. Uh, 
what is it, Brandon? My Corolla? We're going to hop in your frog-ridden Corolla. <laughs> and so your smelly you frog do. Corolla. <laughs> you make your way through the night up to Lincoln Square, and you approach the windows of a shop, which still says Reynolds Dry Cleaning, but every good necropunk knows that this is Melody Investigations, the base of operations of a powerful alchemist, the city's top cat burglar, and a guy who is maybe their butler or something. However, when you knock on the door, it swings wide open, as though opened by an unseen hand, and there is a girl, about 12 years old, sitting at the desk, a fedora perched on her head, and her Doc, Mark- Doc Martens perched on the old-timey detective's chair. She stands up and goes, Melody Investigations, my name's Vince Melody, proprietor speaking. How can I help you? That is adorable. Oh my God, what's your name? Na- well, okay, you have found me out. My name is Neff, and uh, the the proprietors proper are currently away, and this place is in my care at the moment. That is the sweetest thing. Did Can you I, did you uh, do something a- to make the door do that? That was good. Oh, you just knocked on the desk and then the door opened. Uh, she looks around. Clearly her hands are in view, but she's not the one doing the knocking. Hmm. Okay. Suspicious. Uh, um. That's my partner in office management, Frank the Poltergeist. Now, do you need a murder solved, or what can I do for you? Well, first things first, am I okay to be parked outside? Uh, do you have a... Well, okay, it's metered out there, so as long as... It, well, what day is it? Look, do you want me to solve your murders? Brandon, do you have the app? Uh, uh, yeah. Did you put the zone into the app? No. I'll do that while okay, you're well, talking. It's, uh, we need to find Abe. Abe is currently gone. How can I assist you in solving your horrible murders? Uh, hmm. uh, well, if Abe isn't here, maybe we should just bring the 12-year-old with us. What? I just I, don't you got an adventure? see any option. Hey, listen, I am down for... Oh, and we can bring the poltergeist, too. It seems like the poltergeist is really into coming with us. Uh, things begin rattling and shaking, and Neff goes... <sighs> curse ratchet here says i can't come so uh wait are you guys the are you guys the green day guys that <sighs> abe hangs out with um we are the necropunks yeah he said you'd do that uh is sassy here sassy is not here Aww. but uh he has referred to you all as charity cases so maybe there's some stuff i can give you is there, a, is there a nice way that could have been meant? Huh? Yeah, maybe there is. Let's check her drawers and cabinets. Yeah. Let's uh, just open no, all these. Through. Uh, you can feel an invisible hand just palm you in the face and push you back. But this guy, what the <laughs> hell <laughs> is his uh, problem? <laughs> uh, but uh, Neff does begin to lead you over to a room that's sort of tucked away. And she says, come here, I got something to show you. And she opens the door, and inside are all sorts of arcane treasures. There is a doll in a glass case that says, you shouldn't open. Oh, uh, yeah. There is a stitched-together deck of tarot cards. There is a zune that radiates dark energy. All sorts of treasures from their, de- their wanderings and their cases have been collected here. And Neff says, Let- 
me see. Hmm. I grab the doll. Hmm. Nope, nope, nope. Don't don't Kyle. take the doll. Don't take I'll, the doll. I grab the doll. No. Say no on this one. I grab the doll. I know how this works. I grab the doll. We don't no. want Kyle. I don't think we want the doll. Yeah, not want the doll. Yeah. Is there anything? Um, your we... arms actually start turning into porcelain as you pick her up. Oh. Oh. I put the doll back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were someone I knew. We told, we told you, buddy. No, no, no. I thought this was Rosie. Rosie's a doll I know. Um, this is a different doll. <laughs> the case that we're working on, because um, we're kind of investigators ourselves. I don't know if we said that. Very um, serious investigators. Yeah, we're serious investigators. We recently summoned something like pretty powerful. Yeah, and we're in the crypto arts. Totally had it under control. Um. The case we're working on involves like um, a sword and a spooky lady. So, is there anything in here you could think of that would like a sword and a spooky lady? And she like wanders over to a shelf of boxes and like begins twiddling her fingers and goes, "I wonder." (laughs) (laughs) Take your time. (laughs) Uh, She pulls a box off the shelf and hands it to Dirty Kyle, and she goes, "Yes, perhaps." When you open it up, there's a small silver whistle in there. Uh, she says, when you blow that, you hear the sound of somebody dead, you know. Oh, good. I'm going to blow it. Blow- I blow the whistle. <laughs> oh, God. What do you... Uh, all right. So, Brandon, what do you hear? Does everybody? Not yeah. just him? He yeah. blew the whistle and now... Oh. Brandon, what, who do you hear? F you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone dead, you know. Uh, it's my Uncle Mike who got caught in a Ferris wheel. <laughs> What's he say? Uh, he said, if you ever, ever get on a Ferris wheel, get off because you might get caught in the gears and then you'll be dead. It doesn't seem pertinent to the situation. <laughs> it's just a personal, uh, you know, message of caution. <laughs> and Kyla? I hear my gram-gram and she says that it's a shame that I like to wear my hair like that. And then it would be way prettier if I let it be its natural color and not dye it black. Ooh. And Dirty Kyle? I hear my mom, and she's saying, she's saying, When I die, let my cats eat me. (laughs) Let them eat my body. Don't call the police. Don't call an ambulance. Just let the cats chew up and swallow and digest my flesh. I love you. (laughs) Neff goes all right well not the place I would have chosen to blow it you all look a little bit shaken and she pops some earplugs out of her ears (sighs) ah for you young lady perhaps this and she reaches on a shelf and tosses you a severed hand all rotted and mummified ew ew yeah yeah sorry you're gonna need a candle to put in that ew it's yucky it is yucky did a candle? Yeah, you need to you put need, a candle in yeah, it. Yeah, you need to put a hand of it's a it's a hand of glory. So you put a candle in the hole, and then you only you can see the light from the candle. So I assume so it's that, like a personal flashlight. It's like a personal flashlight. Just put a candle in the hole, and I, I assume it's the glory hole. I have a very gross personal flashlight. Thank you. Yeah, it's That's, kind of a flashlight made of flesh. Does it, she, oh, she takes like there's got to be a name for that glory hole. She does happen, I think, to have um, candles in her bag since she was doing the whole. She she packed up her setup in her library book before leaving the bar. She um, was demon summoning. So I I um I have a, a black bandana in my bag I, and I, I've actually, I wrap it up in that. I've actually heard about these flashlights made of flesh. You're gonna want to wash out the 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 top part like in the sink so it's clean. Like that's the thing they don't talk about. 
you know, with the the mm-hmm. flashlights made of flesh is that you got to wash out the like little top part of it. Dirty in, Kyle, you're always saying water. that we call you Dirty Kyle because of the trash. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's tra- why. <laughs> no, it's just because of the trash. Mm. Some other aspects of your personality no. kind of tip <laughs> I, the scale. I would disagree. I feel like I'm just a nice you know, uh, you have an erection boy. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. We're uh, all just, you have hair. I don't have hair. And Neff takes another set of earplugs out of her ear and goes, Man, I can't hear a damn word you guys are saying. It's a good thing I'm good at reading lips. And for you, you sweet, musty smelling man, <laughs> she produces a golden apple and does a quick little bit of fushigi with it and then elbow bumps it to you. If you throw that once a day, it'll do something real freaky. Once, but it has to be every day? No, you don't have to do it. You have to day. do it every day. You can only do it one time a okay, day. Okay, a limit of once a, a day, limit. not a minimum one, one once per. a day. Can I know but, what that is? No. I think we got to save it. Do, <laughs> can Wait, I, not what the thing is. Can <clears throat> I, as a character, guess at what it is? Oh, yeah, for sure. Is that an apple of chaos? It is an apple of chaos that I oh acquired. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to fight pirates for it. That's super duper dangerous. Were we should pirates, not have that. Were the pirates in the Caribbean? Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, I had to fight a, I had to fight a, a horde of skeletons. Look, I'm a very good detective. And uh, all you these... do seem older than you look. I is that am. weird? It is weird of you to notice. Now, all of these can be yours for loan. As long as I get a cut of whatever you get on your cool, fun adventure that I sense you're having, and I'm not allowed to go on. Well, you're allowed to go on yeah. it. It's just that there's a, a oh. poltergeist that needs to be exercised from the building by you, probably. Probably. It almost seems like the poltergeist maybe is your babysitter. He is not my babysitter. Mm. He's not. Oh. it. I'm... I, we hadn't heard him say yes to anything yet, but I think maybe there's a one and two thing going on. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think that's that's so embarrassing for you being a 12-year-old. Like, you're almost a grown-up, and you haven't even gotten any independence from your ghost. She opens the uh, case with the glass, or the porcelain doll in it, and throws it at you. <laughs> oh. No, this isn't who I was looking for. <laughs> Your this fingers isn't... are turning into porcelain. All right. I <laughs> should drop that. Yeah. Uh, she goes, all right, well, get out. And remember, the rule is anything you br- you find, I get a cut. And if there's only like one or two cool things, I get all of it. It's like, it's how percentages work. I know this because I have done math. I sure. invented it. Okay. I invented math. Um, I'm going to put the doll in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you going to try to do it surreptitiously? Yeah. yeah. All right. Go ahead yeah. and roll. Uh, roll one and see if you can steal the haunted doll. Two. Uh, that is a yes, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. The doll goes in your bag. You seem to have gotten away with it, but we'll see what comes of it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that aloud, just sort of apropos of nothing. nothing. <laughs> 
All right. Well, Guess we're going to dark ages. We're going to dark ages. All right. Have a lot of fun. And remember, bring me a cut of whatever you find. Yes, I'm yes, a detective. You've said that like three times now. I and know, before we leave, we're going to, to dark go. ages. So we're going to need some forks and knives to smuggle in there because they don't let you eat with your hands. Cal, we're not going to eat. We're going we're gonna to solve a, a mysterious, awful thing. I don't thing. know. They have, they have tater tots. I've heard that they have tater tots. Oh, my God. Do you have, like, a normal knife and fork so they'll just, like, shut up and come? Yes. And she goes over to the uh, silverware cabinet, and she begins tossing knives and forks at you. Yeah. 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 I wish literally anybody else had been available tonight, but everybody else went to Minneapolis for that concert. <sighs> they all love Brother Ali so much. <laughs> He's just incredible, really. I mean, just to see somebody, you know, from the uh, albino community just really making hip hop like that. What Doom trees opening up, so. Getting in the car. Everybody is gone, and the man who was talking about bands to himself on the sidewalk continues talking. <laughs> and away they go, off to dark ages. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at Lakeshore and Limbo at gmail.com. Kyla Darkraven was played by Julia Heinen. You can see when her roller derby's team's bouts are at WindyCityRollers.com. Brandon Winowski was played by Scott Pibenga. You can see him doing improv in Devil's Daughter at IO Chicago. Dirty Kyle was played by Brad Pike. You can also see him in Devil's Daughter at the same time as Scott. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. You can find me on Twitter at James H. Freely. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by nathan russell and licensed for our use under the creative commons attribution 3.0 unported license cover art was by megan McCune. you can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar our theme music was created by john monteverde you can find his work at johnmonteverde.com thank you for playing arcade audio Play more at arcadeaudio.net.